With me today is Clay Gaspar. He's the president and chief operating officer at WPX Energy. Clay will also be a keynote speaker at Heart Energy's upcoming Doug Permian Basin Conference. We certainly look forward to that, though we wish we could all be in the same place together. Clay, it is nice to see you again. Been a little while since I've been able to talk to you. So I'm excited to get to discuss some things with you. You know, of course, difficult times we've been in recently, but my first question for you really, WPX Energy has good standing and history in the Permian. In March, your position in the Permian's Delaware Basin grew with the completion of the Felix Energy acquisition. Can you talk about how that'll, that acquisition will benefit WPX? Yeah, thank you, Jessica. It's great seeing you as well, and thank you to Hart for the opportunity. Um, you know, our acquisition, the Felix acquisition that we closed in March, is a tremendous um, enhancement to our already great story we have rolling in the Permian Basin. Uh, we had several characteristics that we like. We like the oilier content. We like the proximity to our existing assets. We like that it's on the Texas side of the border, uh, less federal exposure. There's a lot of really key attributes to it. And I think us just getting our arms around it now, uh, there's several things as we talked about on our last earnings call that we're actually uh, finding you know, the nuggets and the, the uh, benefit above and beyond what we baked into the original acquisition model. So pretty exciting. That's great to hear. At the time, we know the company announced it expected the deal to significantly increase free cash flow at $50 oil. Obviously, we know 2020 has been something no one could imagine. WTI hanging around, you know, the $40 mark and a little bit up at the beginning of August. How has, if at all, that really changed the outlook for your company this year? Yeah, you're exactly right. We didn't see 2020 coming, uh, manifesting the way it has uh, like anyone else, but we, we know we're in a cyclical business. So we did a few proactive things ahead of 2020 uh, as a matter of, of regular course of how we run our business. We were very aggressive hedgers. Uh, we took care of our balance sheet. We thought about our own liquidity and made sure that whenever the, the storm clouds brewed, uh, for whatever reason, that we were going to be protected. So when you go back to our free cash flow expectations for 2020, they're very much intact with the original guidance. In fact, we've actually pushed it up by about $50 million to a total, a total expectation of $200 million of free cash flow for 2020. Now that's certainly on the back of hedges, uh, but hedges are important uh, are an important part of our overall strategy. And it's something that we have a very disciplined, logical approach that we've benefited from uh, significantly over the years. Good to hear that, a little optimism there as well, and that you were prepared uh, as much as you could be, I guess. Can you discuss for us, Clay, any other of WPX's plans for the remainder of 2020? As we head into 2021, maybe CapEx or number of rigs, is there anything there that you can pinpoint? Yeah, we've, uh, we've been very transparent about um, our plans as, as much as we know, and clearly the first half of the year has been pretty dynamic. We've rolled with the punches there. We just had our last earnings call and we talked about the expectations for the balance of the year. We'll be running seven rigs in the Permian Basin through most of the balance of the year. And then we're gonna be dropping from two rigs to one rig in the Williston Basin sometime later this summer. Um, our completion crews are, are starting back up. So we'll see some acceleration or some activity, uh, production benefits related to them. And then for the balance of the year, we expect to exit the year at about 140,000 barrels of oil per day uh, at the tail end of this year. 
Thank you for that, Clay. Let's talk about ESG. We know a very important topic and is to you as well. You oversee ESG reporting at WPX. How important do you think the ESG reporting really is at this time, really as we're preparing and looking at what the future of the oil and gas industry is coming out of this downturn and just even what we've been paying attention to ESG wise? Yeah, ESG in my mind is very important. It's, it is now on the list of one of the most important things we consider. Uh, it doesn't supplant things like profitability and running a good company, integrity and how we, how we build our, the culture of the, the enterprise itself, but it is very much an integral part of our plans and our goals going forward. We have a, um, we've taken 2020 as a real opportunity to step our game up. The last couple of years, we have reported a sustainability report published uh, kind of first tail end of first quarter of each year. Uh, I think you will see a step change in that reporting and our uh, commitment to ESG more publicly uh, available. And so internally, we've done quite a bit of work over the last few years. What we're really trying to improve on this year is our ability to communicate and kind of claim the wins that we that we already have in place. And I think we've done, uh, we see some real opportunity there. And I think you'll see that publicly over the next, say, nine months or so. Overall, for the industry, Clay, do you think that the industry is prepared for increased scrutiny from investors concerning ESG? And if you can talk specifically how WPX addresses investor and public concerns over the issues, how is that message getting out? So I think the industry is, is better off than the external world gives us credit for. Um, but I think many fall into the same situation that WPX was where we're doing a lot of the important work that's being called for us to do. We're just not doing a very good job of communicating that externally in a format that's digestible from these raiders and rankers. And so when they, you know, have a very short amount of time span and maybe attention span to, to look through your website, and if they don't see the right terms on the right pages, you basically get an F and they move on to the next company. And so I think we need to be a little, a lot more thoughtful about how we communicate that. And I think that'll be a step change for the industry to make. And we hope to, to model that for, for several others. Thank you for that, Clay. And this year, as we've touched on, has been a reset for some, you know, looking into restructuring or new structure, if you will. Can you talk to us about managing risk and finding new opportunities as you see it in these times? Yeah, I think internally speaking, you know, we think a lot about uh, the opportunities that we have. Uh, at the same time, we were making a $2.5 billion acquisition. We did a pretty major internal reorganization uh, just to really step things up and to real, give everybody that fresh set of eyes to shake things up internally and really uh, capitalize on the opportunity now that we have this significant acquisition coming in. And so I think internally, it's, it's really, there's a lot of uh, excitement and kind of uh, new challenges that we're seeing every single day. I think externally, there's a great call for consolidation in the industry. And so WPX sitting kind of in that rarefied area is a mid cap. Uh, we look upstream to some bigger folks and downstream to some smaller folks. And we're trying to figure out what the opportunities are for us to participate in that. Uh, we have been a very active player in the A&D space and even kind of teetering on what you would call an M&A. But um, I think going forward, you know, we will continue to evaluate uh, these opportunities. We're very, very confident in the assets that we have, the organizations that we built, but we also believe that we've built it 
for potential scale. And so if there were an opportunity uh, to present and the stars were to align, you can bet that we will certainly be evaluating and considering that for our shareholders. That is good to hear. Speaking of possible opportunities, what about technology? How can new technologies really help the industry moving forward? You had two of my favorite topics, uh, ESG and technology both. Um, you know, I think in the technology front, we have such, such opportunity ahead of us. Uh, you think about in a world of self-driving cars, why, why do we manually do so many things that we do? Um, you know, you think maybe small-mindedly that, no, 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 my job is so very difficult. There's no way a computer or an automated system could even participate in that. But then you contrast that with, again, the self-driving car. You think about the, the number of calculations and iterations and what ifs that, a, that a, an automated system can do and how we apply those kind of that logic to our, um, the very heavy lifting that we do, I think is tremendous opportunity on a much smaller front. I think much, much smaller. We're making a very strong intentional effort to eliminate the very manual data entry and potential mistakes that still persist in our company and, and in, our, in our industry. In fact, I, I recently offered a $1,000 bounty around the company for anybody that could find and kill manual data entry and replace it with an easy button. Uh, that's been a huge success. We're really excited about it. And it's amazing when you put, put it in those terms and you incentivize people, there's so many things that we can uh, avoid that, that manual process, lift those people up, allow the, that person to stay away from the data entry and do more of what humans are exceptionally good at and thinking about how do we get better? How do we create more value? How do we raise the bar? And, and that's where I want uh, the preponderance of our efforts to really be focused on. Wow, I'm sure, as you mentioned, that uh, went well across the company. So hopefully you get some good ideas from that, certainly. My final question for you really, Clay, as a trusted leader in the oil and gas industry, can you share your thoughts with us, maybe overall, what you see as the path forward from here, uh, you know, as we already near the end of 2020 and try to go into 2021? Well, I think um, energy is the great equalizer energy around the globe is incredibly important for the human existence. Uh, it, it's hard to believe and we tend to lose fact of, lose sight of the fact that this is the greatest time ever for us to live. I mean, the human existence, both the quality and quantity of life is absolutely amazing. Um, you know, you, and you contrast it with, with some of the challenging times that we faced before, um, you know, as a society, as a country, um, and I think it gives you a little bit more um, perspective on the times that we live in. Now, certainly 2020 is historically, will go down in history as a very difficult time um, for the, the globe, the country, certainly our industry and many of our, of my peer companies and dear friends uh, that are challenged by that. But I really believe on the other side of this, our industry will be better. We will be more consolidated. We will be more, become more efficient. We will be better stewards of capital, better investors, um, I think we'll be better at ESG. I think we'll be better at technology. And I think all of that bodes well for ultimately us being able to provide the critical energy that society needs. And I think, um, you know, as we continue to move and strive for the, the inevitable um, evolution of, of energy sources, oil and gas has a tremendous part to play in that 
for the foreseeable future, decades to come. And we just have to remember that we have to be better stewards of capital. We have to be better stewards of how we do things. And, and importantly, as we're focused on this year, just better communicators on the, on the good work that we're doing. Clay, I really appreciate your words and, of course, your leadership in the industry and what you're doing with ESG. I know the industry appreciate, appreciates that as well. We do hope to see you in person. I know I do, uh, you know, soon. Uh, so hopefully, as you said, we can move past 2020 and look forward to that. Thank you again, Clay. Jessica, thank you very much. You're very welcome.